1: Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Today.
2: Team USA GOATS get off to a rocky start in Tokyo. Deshaun Watson is just in camp so he won't get fined. Plus, training camp is here. Will Aaron Rodgers show up? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and the biggest debates in sports. You're Locked On Today.
3: Searching all major sports.
1: Let's start with the biggest story.
2: It was a tough night for American goats. Joining me now to talk Olympics from Kara Levin, Dave Schwartz. We'll get to Simone Biles in a second, but let's start with probably the most shocking result from the Olympics last night. And that was Ariane Titmus. Upsets Katie Ledecky. She comes out and and gets the win. This was the third fastest Katie had ever swam the four hundred free, and yet she loses. What was your reaction to this?
4: Well, I, I Peter, I don't know if you saw her head coach, <coughs> her yeah. senior coach, who absolutely <laughs> lost his mind after a la uh, uh, the, you know, the the ultimate warrior style celebration. It was a great race. I mean, they they were neck and neck the whole way. Um, and, you know, there was a lot of talk about how Titmus has kind of grown up that initially, you know, when she used to race against Ledecky, there was an intimidation factor because she was younger. And you can mm. clearly see in this race that that, that was not the case. Um, Ledecky swam well, but, it, you know, in the end, Titmus just gets just gets her by a little bit. Um, and it was a big shock. I think everybody thought Ledecky was going to do it again. I mean, she, she has gotten better over the past four five years uh, since 2016, but this time, you know, it, it's just kind of the way it goes sometimes in the pool. You know, it's, it's the smallest of things, whether it's a turn that you didn't quite get off the right way or, or a missed stroke, but either way, uh, Arianna miss, and now her head coach are incredibly famous.
2: Yeah. Let's move now to uh, out of the pool onto the mat because Simone Biles and, and the women's gymnastics team competed and Simone Biles who is the greatest gymnast ever did not quite look like herself in, in in this team competition and yet she's still qualified for all of the things that we expect her to qualify for
4: yeah what's amazing about Simone Biles is that what she selects you know the the the, the flips and the routines that she selects they're so incredibly difficult that her score, difficulty-wise, is off the charts so and nobody else can even go near her. So even if she doesn't land them perfectly, like she had a couple of missteps uh, this this last evening, she still gets a great score because right. no other human can even try to attempt <laughs> to do what she can do.
2: Team USA men's basketball, they, they get off to a rough start in the games that count at the Olympics after looking pretty shaky in the exhibition season as well over the weekend. Uh, Team USA men fall to France. How concerned are you that this might be another one of those years for for Team USA men's basketball?
4: Well, you know, it's kind of a flip of the coin for me because on one hand, I'm not so concerned because they're still getting players who have joined, you know, after the NBA finals, after the NBA playoffs. So there's still some guys coming into the mix. They're going to have to work on their chemistry a little bit. I am concerned about the fact that Basketball is a world game now, you know, in in the past of the dream teams in 96 and those days, basketball wasn't like it was today. You know, the NBA in America was everything. They were the best of the best players and every roster was full of Americans. Well, now you have players from all over the world comprising of the NBA. So by that, you know, if you're following that logic, now all the other teams are better. And I think this is a bit of a wake-up call, maybe, that Team USA thinks that they're just going to kind of walk through this because they always have, and they're not. And and if they haven't figured that out by now, then yes, it is going to be a very quick uh, out in the games for them.
2: Locked On Today is brought to you in partnership with Odyssey, your new home for music, news, sports, and podcasts. Download the Odyssey app today. Coming up, Deshaun Watson is just in camp, so he won't get fined. That's next.
1: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today.
2: All-pro pass rusher Chandler Jones requested a trade from the Arizona Cardinals. Jones has been unhappy with his contract and missed off-season work as a
0: result. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals, and we are just days, hours away from the Cardinals reporting to camp. And Alex, here you have, you know, the second overall sack leader since coming over to the Arizona Cardinals, just behind Aaron Donald since 2016. And Chandler Jones, how big of a problem could this be if Chandler Jones is an issue this week? This isn't the first time a player has requested a trade because he hasn't been happy with his contract. Good GMs will be able to figure it out. Do the Cardinals have a good GM regarding contracts and contract negotiations to be determined? Uh, we knew this was coming. It was Patrick Peterson first, and it was Chandler Jones now. We talked about this last week, Bo. Should he get an extension? Probably not. He was out most of last year, and he's on, turning to be on the wrong side of 30, He's getting paid good money this year, in my opinion. I think it would be a bad business move to extend him right now. He's making $15.5 million. He's 31 years old. He's coming off one sack and played in five games because of the biceps tear last year. It's a complicated situation to think that the Cardinals have to know exactly what to do as far as his contract extension is concerned. It'd be bad business.
2: Earmuffs, Yankees fans. Earmuffs, 2021 is not the year for the Bronx Bombers, and they continue struggle against the hated Red Sox.
1: This is Stacey Godzulius of Locked On Yankees and the Yankees drop another tough one in Fenway, 5-4. This time it was Jonathan Luizaga's turn to blow the game late. The Yankees were winning 4-0 heading into the bottom of the 8th and Jonathan Lewisica could not get anyone out, could not stop giving up hits. The Red Sox scored five runs in the bottom of the eighth to take a 5-4 lead. Then the Yankees did basically nothing in the top of the ninth and the Red Sox win the game. The Yankees dropped three or four in Fenway, which is definitely not what they needed to do. They needed to at least split the series. I'm sure the Yankees' front office would have preferred a sweep. That wouldn't have happened. Maybe three out of four, and hey, if they hadn't blown the game on Thursday and hadn't blown the game on Sunday, they could have won three out of four.
2: You hate to see it. You really hate to see it. One of the biggest storylines of this Thursday's NBA draft is what the Golden State Warriors will do with their two lottery picks, which currently sit at 7-14. and 14. Warriors veteran Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and Draymond Green have made it clear to management that they want the franchise to prioritize immediately championship contention per the athletics Marcus Thompson, which is code for putting those picks on the table as part of a potential trade package. In that same piece, Thompson reported that Bradley Beal would be at the top of the Warriors' wish list. Two of the top golfers in the world will not be competing in the Tokyo Olympics because of positive COVID tests. Bryson DeChambeau will not be Going to Tokyo to compete, replaced by Patrick Reed, aka Captain America, and John Rahm, winner at the US Open, and right now, arguably the best player in the world, tested positive for COVID and took multiple subsequent tests to confirm that. Remember, John Rahm had to excuse himself from the Memorial Tournament, Jack Nicholas's tournament, because he tested positive. That was over a month ago. And as of this recording, Spain saying they may not have time to find a replacement for John Rom because of COVID protocols. That's what happened last night. Here's what to look for this week on betonline.ag. The NBA draft is just a few days away. Cade Cunningham, the prohibitive favorite. To be the number one overall pick, a minus twenty five hundred favorite. Evan Mobley is ten to one. Jalen Green ten to one. Jalen Suggs fourteen to one, and Jonathan Kaminga at twenty to one. For all of your baseball, Olympics, golf lines, fight lines, betonline.ag has you covered. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code Locked On for a fifty percent welcome bonus. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts.
1: Another story you need to know.
2: We have quarterback drama all over the NFL. And in Houston, Ed Werder reporting that Deshaun Watson does plan to report to Texans training camp amid a tumultuous offseason where Watson first demanded a trade and then faced a slew of sexual assault allegations. Uh, a legal process that has yet to fully play out. Joining me now from On Texans, Cody Davis. And Cody, this is such a murky situation right now, but it does sound like Deshaun Watson is going to be there for a hold in, not a hold out because of the, the new rules where mandatory fines kick in. What is the latest with Deshaun in Houston?
3: Well, as of right now, what we know is that Deshaun Watson is respected to report to the Houston Texans training camp, which is set to begin on Wednesday. As a matter of fact, he already reported to the Texans on Sunday um, just to start the COVID protocols, you know, getting his his testing and physical in to make sure he is good to go if he plays. But as of right now, we are not expecting Deshaun Watson to even see the field um, when – Training camp hits to get started on Wednesday. We are not expecting to see Deshaun Watson see the field at all. If anything, it'll be sort of like back in the day in in, in high school where you're just there just for attendance. Like Marshawn Lynch said a couple of years ago, "I'm just here so I won't get <laughs> fined," and that's exactly what Deshaun Watson is doing.
2: It sounds like what he wants to do is force Houston's hand. There has been some reporting that now Philadelphia is in the mix. Uh, if, if there is a trade and it has been reported through the the process of the sexual assault allegations, um, that are going through, um, the the courts right now that there are still teams who could potentially be interested in Deshaun Watson. So what, what are we expecting here in terms of how this is going to play out in the coming weeks?
3: Well, From what I know, the Texans still have not really engaged in any type of trade talks for Deshaun Watson as of right now because, and it is understandable why, why, because the Texans and Nick Casario, who is of course the new general manager, they know if they move on from Deshaun right now, they're not going to get full value. I know, say what you want about Deshaun Watson off the field, but we know on the field, Deshaun Watson is what, arguably at worst, top three, top four quarterback in this entire league. If the Texans move on from Deshaun, they know they're not going to get fair value. Best case scenario, in my opinion, would be just to wait it out for an entire year. That way, that gives Deshaun Watson time to clear up all the nonsense that he has going on off the field. Plus, by, let's say, next February, next March, or as we get closer to next NFL draft you was you would get a sense of whether or not a guy like Tua a guy like Jalen Hurst or even a guy like Trey Lance might not be the future like you hope so then other teams might start getting involved but as of right now the Texans have yet to make a move or make a call for Deshaun but it's fair because they know they're not going to get fair value as of right now
2: training camp is here will Aaron Rodgers also be here our cue of the day is next Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Bilt Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar and with so many flavors, unbelievable flavors, salted caramel, double chocolate, cookies and cream, German chocolate, cherry barcia, coconut. Oh, they're all, it's, 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 I feel bad even trying to pick a favorite because they're like my children. They're all my favorite and they're healthy too. So not only are they covered in 100% chocolate, but they're high in protein, high in fiber, low in net carbs, and low in sugar. What more could you be looking for from a protein bar, really from any snack, anything that you can put in your body that it tastes good and is good for you? Right now, go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at
0: Built.com.
1: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the Day.
2: The future of Aaron Rodgers has been the biggest off-season NFL storyline this summer as host, Of Locked On Packers, I joined Bo Brack on Locked On NFL to discuss the latest surrounding the
0: Packers. I would have never guessed, and I don't know if you could, Peter, that uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to have a more dramatic exit from Green Bay than his predecessor, Brett Favre. It it does seem impossible, And, and what's really remarkable about that is
2: that Aaron Rodgers has spent essentially his entire career saying he does not want to end his career at Green Bay the way Brett Favre did and I guess he's right that that will not be the case because it'll be more dramatic. As you said, this is this is much more contentious than that was. And now it has this trickle down effect. You mentioned the last dance post, um, you know, that was Devonte Adams. The reports come out that he uh, is uh, unhappy with his contract situation. They've actually broken off those contract talks, uh, which is 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 kind of uh, uh the Packers' MO. They've done this a, a number of times with with high-profile players before ultimately paying them the top dollar that they want, but this it is it is not great right now in Green Bay. It, it, they may be the smallest market in the NFL, but but right now they certainly have the most drama and we are still here just a few days away from training camp and have no idea if Aaron Rodgers, the reigning league MVP, is going to show up to training camp.
0: That is crazy. Peter Bukowski, Lockdown Today, Lockdown Packers joins us here on the Lockdown NFL podcast. So I, I liked how you said nuance and, and there's a ton of gray area and a lot of speculation going on here. But So with that, give me a couple scenarios in how you see this playing out and maybe some timelines on, on those scenarios. I think the most likely scenario
2: is Rodgers comes back. We have this last dance sort of scenario where it, there's this you know, unkept secret that this is going to be Aaron Rodgers last year. I think that's basically how we're going to operate here. Now whether Devontae Adams is is a part of that long term, I don't know, but he he's going to play this year. Um could this be a, a Jordan Pippen thing where Jordan retires and and you know then comes back and wh- I don't know who the NFL version of the Wizards is. Um you know maybe he goes to the Raiders and plays or something like that with John Gruden and they go 10 and 7. And then Devontae Adams, you know, who knows, could be the Pippen goes to goes to Houston and does all that. That is the most likely scenario to me that that we get one more year of Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. He gets traded and, and it becomes the Jordan Love era. Uh don't ask me how that's gonna go. I don't I don't have any idea. There is a small percentage chance, I think, that Rodgers holds firm. You know, you talk to some people and they will say, No, he is adamant that he will not play for Green Bay this year. I think there's a there is a small chance that he sits and just says, I'm good. Now you 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 posted the workout video, right? He's working out. <laughs> he wants to yeah. play. And so I, I I think he's gonna play and then it'll be the the I, I want my Tom Brady moment. Trade me and I'll show you. That's the that's the situation. I I am I'm coming around actually to the idea that Rodgers is going to be at camp and and early. Not day one necessarily, but I think he's gonna he's gonna show up He's going to say all the right things. They're going to play how they play. And then next spring is when we get the Rodgers trade. As always, for the rest of the biggest news around the NFL, check out Bo and the rest of the guys as they rotate through the week to give you the biggest stories in the NFL on Locked On NFL. And finally, eight-time Olympian Oksana Chusovitna said farewell to gymnastics and her signature event Sunday night in Tokyo after competing on vault for the last time of her storied Olympic career. With a score of 14.166, the 46-year-old just missed the event final. Yes, you heard that right, 46-year-old. But that didn't stop the chorus of cheers, From the few in attendance, Trusovitna made her first appearance at the Games in 1992. That year, she competed with athletes from the former Soviet Union as a member of the Unified Team, which won gold. She took silver in the vault in 2008 when she was 33 while competing for Germany. She's competed for three separate nations and claimed 11 world championships. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Listen to Locked On Bats. download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on Tuesday, we continue to keep an eye on Team USA and on the status of players like Aaron Rodgers. So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today.
1: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast.